Silence! It's time! It's time! It's time for another episode of the Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast. Can you dig it, sucker? Grab a cinder scratch, sit back, and prepare to laugh. It's Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast. Podcast. Grab a cinder scratch, sit back, and prepare to laugh. It's Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast. Podcast. Grab a cinder scratch, sit back, and prepare to laugh. It's Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast. Podcast. Grab a six pack, sit back and prepare to laugh. It's Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast. Hello, John. Welcome to episode 360 of the Drunk Dash Podcast. I'm as always. I'm Tyler. Join me with the man, the myth, the legend himself, Sir Colonel Gables. What's up, buddy? Retro games, that's what's up. <laughs> and I'm not just talking about like NES, Super Nintendo, Genesis, the normal stuff. I'm talking about really niche type of ones. I'm talking about Turbo Graphics. I'm talking about Neo Geo. Basically, what I'm doing is I have had moderate interest inside of uh, older systems that I've never had access to. So I've been doing a little bit of research, and uh, yeah. I may just go through, and if I get a chance, maybe purchase one of those little, like, uh, TurboGrafx-16 minis. <laughs> may. Possibly. But that's okay. if Konami goes through and, uh, you know, actually uploads it onto the Amazon store. <laughs> yeah. For the U.S. Because yeah. apparently it's, like, an import thing. I don't know why, but the U.S. version of the plug-and-play TurboGrafx-16 is, like, only available on Amazon Japan, apparently. So it's really crazy stupid. Because, you know, you see these reviewers like IGN, Electronic like Playground, and like other YouTubers. They've got their hands on the system. They've tried it out. To be perfectly honest with you, Tyler, I have a lot of interest in trying new and elaborate games, quintessentially. And that's just... That's just me. I've always been one of those type of gamers and stuff where I want to try a little bit of everything if I possibly can because it's like when I grew up, I just played Nintendo stuff. Kind of similar to what you've done. And yeah. basically, even when I was a kid, I played on my Super Nintendo, but my brothers would let me play on the Sega Genesis. And even when the PlayStation, even like the niche type of stuff like the Sega CD or like the 32X or even like just games like that. And situations like that. I mean, hell, Family of Four. My mom, like, almost every Christmas would get, like, some sort of gaming affiliate and stuff for uh, either my brothers or myself, you know, or my little brother. So it's like, it's just that kind of, like, uh, feeling of whenever somebody is, you know, inside of a medium or some for so long that they want to go back and they want to do a little bit of digging to see, okay, what's coming out right now is stagnated. Well, let's go back. Let's go and see what I've actually been missing, you know? And just doing bits of research for the libraries of two niche consoles that I never had access to. One, because Typographic 16, that console was released in 89, but it was discontinued in 94, so never had a chance to experiment with that system. Neo Geo? That's at the opposite end of the spectrum for price. It was always available in terms of, like, the early 90s upwards up to 2003. But the thing about it was, 
that was a system that was incredibly expensive. I'm and I mean, this is a system that almost actually it did it produced like arcade perfect like uh, games in that regards. Like basically how those arcades were structured is like those big old cartridges that you see maybe randomly and stuff. There were some consoles. There were some aspects of it where you have these big old cartridges that they would put inside these SNK arcade cabinets, and then all of a sudden it's like you would be able to play these like big old beautiful games, and now years later you have people that buy these adapters to plug those same games into their systems and stuff. But honestly, I'm getting a little bit off <laughs> off track right here. But basically what I've been doing is researching upon uh, gaming history from the 90s and early 2000s. But uh, what have you been doing, Tyler? Uh, not a lot. Um too crazy with me uh i was selling gills for the show my uh my parents got a dog so that's pretty exciting yay uh, yep it's a um it's a part half uh french excuse me half french bulldog half uh, uh english bulldog so it's called a it's called a oldie it's like old old english and a french uh frenchy so um i got that last week and then uh i ended up having the dog sit it today for mm-hmm. a few hours, so man, don't miss the puppy stage. Let me tell you that much. Thing <laughs> is just a ball of energy; it never stops. It's just pees everywhere. Pees everywhere. Yeah, I understood that. I mean, when I had a had my dog and stuff, that was basically what he did. He was just a little ball of energy, running around and around and around, and you know, just, just doing random crap. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like you're gonna fall. You can't can't leave him alone for more than thirty seconds. But uh. Uh, I don't know. Not too much going on with me. Um, you know, we're we're uh, trying to find uh, uh, Courtney's uh, nephew has a birthday in two weeks, and we're trying to find him a switch because that's all he ever does when he wants to is when he comes over here is play the switch. But um, we could find like uh, bundles, you know, like, but we can't find like the switch itself. We can we can get him a switch light, I should say. We can find bundles of switch lights, but for some reason we can't get him the uh, um, the regular switch. I, I had one in the cart today. Actually, I found one on Best Buy, and I had it in the cart and everything like that. Had the had the my information put in. Went to go hit uh, confirm order. It sold out. So, um, that sucked. That's frustrating. Uh, it's, but I mean, they were talking about that a while ago about how uh, there's gonna be. They're talking about January that they're gonna be hard to find come of the spring. But it kind of like sped up everything with. Uh, um, with the COVID nineteen hitting way worse than they thought, like because basically when everybody got laid off and stuff in March, uh, the console sales uh, for like it sold out everywhere, and like even like Best Buy and everywhere, they like you can only get one per person. So yes, that's partially to blame, but also from what I had been listening to from like kind of funny games mm-hmm. and everything else, there yeah. is apparently a a bot the bots. Site. Yeah, yeah, the bot sites have been buying up these sellers. These resellers have been using this bot site in order to spend a lot of money in order to buy switches, switch regulars, switch lights as soon as they come in to websites like Amazon, like Best Buy, like everything else. And quite essentially, they do that so that they can drive up the price and initially make a profit of it. So that's why we're seeing, in collaboration with everything else in this world, going crazy. Why switch bundles are going for like four or five hundred, and even if the even with the Animal Crossing limited edition one going at least around the seven hundred dollar mark, which is ridiculous, ridiculous, mm-hmm. you know. But uh, I do wish you luck though in terms of finding a switch though for your 
or her uh, nephew. I think yeah, I, yeah, nephew. I, th- I think we're just gonna like the like GameStop has a bundle. Like all he wants to play is like Mario Kart and Smash Brothers, and they actually have a bundle for like three fifty, and it comes with like a a carrying case and um uh, uh the memory card, the SD card. Uh-huh. So it's not really bad. It's not really a gouging deal. So I think we're just gonna break down and get that one for him. But he likes to play it on the TV. But you know, I mean, it's either probably this or not one at all. So, but um, yeah, I mean. Not too 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 much going on with me. Uh, I've been on this weird like Coors Light kick though lately. <laughs> I mean that's that's kind of a groundbreaking thing I'm learning about myself. I'm not a light beer guy. Like I had friends like that drink Keystone Light a lot, and I drink that with them because that was their thing. But um, the other day I got off work and uh, we uh, me and another guy closed, and he's like, uh, "Why don't you? Uh, I got you a beer if you want to have one with me." So him and I uh, drank a, a beer in the parking lot at, like one thirty in the morning. Uh, last Friday, and anyway, he got me. He drink, awesome. Yeah, he's like sixty something, and he got a. He's got me a couple of tall boys of Coors Light, and we just sat there and bullshitted for like forty five minutes, and uh, you know, talk shop for a little while. So that was, I'm like, I drank it. I'm like, that wasn't bad. Like it's like because I, you know, I'm I'm usually I always talk about I'm like the douchey crap beer guy, but um, like I um, it, sometimes it's kind of hard to like you want like that nice refreshing beer. And they have those, but there's like, I don't know. It's like they're limited options, and sometimes you just like there's like a lot of times they're like the summer summer ones, and it's like a lemon and stuff like that, or like a higher alcohol content. It's like I don't really want to get drunk or anything. I just want like a beer. Man, and, even uh, with those like artificial flavors too, like a lemon or like a lime or anything else like that. Even when it comes to say like soft drinks like soda, I mean it's it's really yeah. like picky in regards to which ones actually taste good in terms of quality, in terms of flavor, crispness, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, and it's like I don't usually drink light beer because like it gives me like really bad headaches, so I can only have like a few of them. But uh, like especially like a Miller Light or just, like Bud Light or something like that. But uh, uh, I used to drink White Claws for that reason because it was like they were like you know, they were, like it was refreshing. But like you said, there was like the artificial flavoring. Like after a while, and like we'd be drinking it, and it was like all of a sudden we would start talking like my teeth hurt <laughs> like <laughs> really bad. Like it just like that same feeling I get when I drink too many energy drinks. I'm just like. Like my 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 mouth hurts, so um, I don't know. It, it's a weird kick. I got, I'll just drink like one or two a night now, like of the tall boys. So that's that's been kind of nice. That's pretty much like the big thing going on with me this week. You know, is uh I drink I drink some Coors Light every now and again now. So weird, you know. What's this is where we're at now? What six weeks into uh, quarantine? You know. Oh yeah, six uh, weeks. The only difference is you're kind of still working. Me, I've mm-hmm. just been finding literally anything to keep my mind occupied, even if it's yeah. like creating new routines. <laughs> yeah, we've we've been burning through a lot of movies and TV shows, so we've watched like every episode of Impractical Jokers now. So, wow. Yeah, like that. We we both love that show. It's I, it's one of my favorite shows. But I don't know if you ever seen Impractical Jokers. Um, I've only seen maybe a Practical Jokers like maybe a couple times. Oh, man, but I, can't. Uh, I haven't really watched like a lot of it. I, I can't. I can't stop it. It's just, it's it's fucking hilarious. I can't. I don't know why it's so fucking hilarious. But uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much like like I said, not a lot exciting going on with us in this world. Um, but you know, we were kind of talking about with with uh, the craziness of sales going on with the switch a little minute ago. So I'm gonna jump into. Normally, this is like the NPDs is something I save for the very end of the show. Um, but I think I'm gonna lead off with it this time, Gables. Um. One, because I think it's kind of big, and two, it kind of t- 
ties into what we were just talking about. But um, the uh, this time last year, um, our, the sales for hardware, so that's consoles, has rise 63% from last March. 63%, and vi- huh? Yes, and then video game sales has, um, like for actual, like the video games itself, have gone up 35% from this time last year. Wow. Uh, this is just based off last March. Uh, obviously, I think, like we were talking about, like with the everything going on with the... Um, with the quarantine has a lot to do with that. And then also, you know, w- especially with the console sales. Um, but then we also had Animal Crossing come out last month and, and also Doom, but mainly Animal Crossing. So, um, yeah, so uh, I think the sales came out for the Animal Crossing. And it's like, I think it's almost 10 million copies sold already. Like, that, uh, I think the, the number was like, um, it was like 3 million uh, f- uh, digital and like over 5 million physical. At this point, so it's getting close to that 10 million range, but um, I think uh, some that you know. So going through, we have our top 20 list here. I want to go through. I'm gonna go okay. through like normal, and this is crazy because like because like, Nintendo doesn't give out digital numbers, never has, never probably never will. Um, but uh, this is this is the the for last March or for this past March. These are the numbers. This is the uh, this the top, the top 20 sales. Um, so a game that came out on March 30th. Um, of March of what March 30th? I don't know. I was going with that one. Sorry, but it came out on March 30th. So one of the last days of this MPD um, was Modern Warfare 2 Remastered at number 20. Right. Uh, at, ni- at 19, Mortal Kombat 11. 18, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. 17, Just Dance 2020. 16, Madden NFL 20. 15, uh, Pokemon Mystery Dungeon Rescue Team. Uh, 14, Mario uh, Smash Smash Bros Ultimate. 13, FIFA 20, 12, Red Dead Redemption 2, 11, Neo 2. Didn't Neo 2 come out last month too? Or was that February? Um, I Honestly, I don't know. I don't really remember. All right, I'm going to look that up real fast. Sorry, guys. But March 12th. Yeah, okay, so it March came out. Okay, March 12th. So it did come out. Yeah, so, it, yep, so, yeah. <laughs> uh, so number 11 was, was Neo 2. Number 10, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. 9, Borderlands 3. 8, GTA 5. 7, Persona 5. 6, Doom Eternal. 5 NBA 2K20, 4 Resident Evil 3, uh, 3 is MLB The Show 20, uh, 2 is Modern Warfare, the new one, uh, well, the one that came out in November, and number 1, Animal Crossing New Horizons. Um, so they also said that for Animal Crossing, it was the uh, best launch ever for an Animal Crossing game, and it's one of the, it's the third best uh, launch ever for a Nintendo game. Uh, for the Switch, I mean, uh, behind uh, Mario Odyssey and uh, Smash Brothers. Wow. So, um, pretty crazy to, to think that, um, to see that, you know, that's that's happening with Animal Crossing. I think this is a game we all knew was going to be big, but I, I think this is a game that's, uh, you know, looking, trying to find positives and negative everything going on in the world right now. Like, this game has probably, no other, I don't think there's any other game out there right now that can benefit from what's going on in the world besides Animal Crossing. I, and I think... I mean, when, when you agree, is this a, I mean, okay, so was this a game you think you were going to get regardless, or is this a game, are you are you playing more because of what's going on, or is this, what, what what's your, what was your feelings with Animal Crossing before everything was going on? All right, before everything was going on, I still was dead set on buying both Doom Eternal and Animal okay. Crossing New Horizons day one, and that's exactly what I did, so the, if anything, the whole uh, epidemic stuff, pandemic stuff, pardon me. Actually, it was more incentive for me to play a little bit more of Animal Crossing New Horizons, and that's only because the game is so darn addicting. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, what was your you you posted on Twitter the other day, but or Twitter or uh, Facebook? But what was your um your hours at now? Okay, so at the time, I think it was a bit over a hundred. Currently, is a hundred and fifteen hours into Animal Crossing New Horizons. God damn! Do you think you'll pass Fire Emblem? That's hard to say right now. I mean, Fire Emblem Three Houses was one hundred sixty-seven hours. Mm-hmm. And I am not really too sure at the moment. I mean, it's possible. I mean, it's readily possible. I mean, uh, <laughs> what's kind of hilarious is the time is almost surpassed the amount of time that I've spent watching YouTube on the Switch. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I normally watch YouTube like on my PS4 and like I don't really watch on the computer. And for some odd reason, I started to get in, I started to go through and freaking like. Uh, Started watching on the Switch, and I, without me even noticing it, it's it trickled up to like about 120 hours, and I'm like, "What the <laughs> hell?" <laughs> but uh, I'm not sure, Tyler. It may, but then again, if it does, I'm probably going to still play more Fire Emblem Three Houses because I got the DLC content to go through. <laughs> that's right. That's that's already out, isn't it? <laughs> it's already out. I've already bought okay. it. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Oh, this is cool. And I still got that like FOMO for that game. And it's been out for over a month now. It's officially now since it's, it's you know it's April twenty second as a recording, so and it's like it's it's waned off a little bit like, but I mean like on Twitter and stuff like when I go on Twitter like for the first like two weeks it was just nonstop like eighty percent of my Twitter was fucking Animal Crossing and now it's gone down to like seventy five percent of what my Twitter is is Animal Crossing so it's not like a massive <laughs> drop like and then like the new content they just announced um, coming and I think it start did it start today or is it tomorrow. Um, it's actually starting tomorrow, the 23rd, okay. like all the big old update. Yeah. Actually, they were prepping the servers, I think, for an update tonight yeah. or something. I'm not sure, but I did see earlier on on Twitter that uh, the uh, Nintendo serv- Nintendo Network stuff was down for maintenance and stuff. But, uh, yeah. Okay. I know it's tomorrow. All right, yeah. So, what is it? Is it like Nature Day or something tomorrow? Is that what it is? I think so. I yeah. mean, Earth Day, I think, just passed us by. Yeah, your Earth Day was, is today. Yeah, Earth um, Day As today. a recording, yeah. But, uh, yeah, the big old update's tomorrow, the 23rd of April, for those that are listening. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm just kind of looking at, like, what they're talking about here. So there's, like, new fish and bugs, uh, crossbreed flowers, new, new tarantulas. Um, okay. Yeah, there's, like... New right, tarantulas. Cool. Oh, no, I'm sorry. You can farm tarantulas. Oh, how to farm tarantulas. I'm looking at the wrong thing here. Um, obviously, I haven't played the game. But um, oh, here, here it is. Here's the schedule. Yeah, Nature Day starts tomorrow, and it goes uh-huh. through the 4th, May 4th. The May Day Tour, May 1st through the 7th. Right. Uh, Inter- International Museum Day, May 18th through the 31st. And Wedding Season, the 1st through the 30th. So that's cool. I mean, they like they just dropped like the next like two months of content. Like, right. Here's everything we're doing for the next two months. And that's awesome to see. Um, and I think that's the kind of stuff that's going to keep this game going for a while. Um, but uh, looking at the rest of this list, you know, uh, I think it's kind of, I'm a little shocked to see you know Pokemon Mystery Dungeon all the way at 15th. Um, I know it didn't get a big push behind it, and what came out the sixth, I think, so it came out two weeks before uh, Animal Crossing, so it, was, it kind of came out a bad time. But uh, I don't know, I, I felt like there was a there was a decent amount of push behind that game, even though it was it wasn't announced until. Like probably what two about six weeks before it came out. Um, uh, did your uh, I feel like the reviews are okay, but was for you're a big Pokemon fan. Is that something like 
you think like in the in the world of Pokemon, like for gamers, is that a huge one that they would people are looking forward to? I would I would think only to a niche in the Pokemon community that they would actually look forward to playing Mystery Dungeon on the Switch. But uh, in terms of everyone else and stuff, I mean, I'm I really think the reasoning why is why it sold that well to begin with is because one, it was one of those games that released around the time the whole pandemic stuff hit, and that's just one of the games that uh, quintessentially was out for the Switch that everybody else is picking up alongside games like Animal Crossing and like everything else. So it's like, yeah, I think it was. I think it actually benefited them. I think it actually benefited quite a bit in terms of their sales stuff. But uh, as far as audience goes for the Pokemon community, yeah, I would just say it's a niche. Okay. So maybe it probably is going to be off the MPDs next month, but perhaps I may yeah. be wrong. There could be some update, but whatever. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to think what what could push it off because like what we had to add to this, like what's big in April that's coming out, like Pokemon Final Fantasy Seven. Um, am I forgetting anything? I don't think there's anything else big. I think Final Fantasy Seven was like the last big game that came out. <coughs> Excuse me, that we know of. Um, so it, it might, yeah, I. I It'll probably be lower lower on the list, but yeah, I, I can see it falling off. But um, I look at the rest of the list. It's kind of like so the the list doesn't end on the last day of the month. It usually right. goes a few days after. So I think this this month it went through April fourth. So it's it's kind of disappointing. It's it's great to see for this game. Disappointing in, for another game. But on April third, Resident Evil three came out, and it's already fourth for the for wow. on, for the for March's NPDs. And Doom Eternal, which came out the exact same day of Animal Crossing, is six behind NBA 2K20, Resident Evil, uh, MLB The Show, Modern Warfare, and New Horizons. Huh. So they said it was the best launch ever for a Doom's game, a Doom game, but we don't have like sales numbers. Um, but maybe for them that's great. But I just feel like, and like, what's what was, I mean, really, I mean, like, okay, Resident, like, it was, it was really New, New Horizons and Doom Eternal. Or the two big games that came out in March, yeah. and Res- and well, it will be the show, but like MLB the show is a, is a console exclusive and it's a baseball game, so it's a very niche market. I mean, Animal Crossing has taken over the world, so I'm, I mean, no one's shocked to see it's doing so well. But yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm bummed to see that at six. I know it's still probably they're pretty happy with that number. It and then once it doesn't include digital sales, and I I bought my copy digitally. Um, well, I don't know. That's just kind of a a bummer. I was like, this. I was really disappointed to see that. Um, but it seems to be the way. From, but I don't, I don't know how many Bethesda games outside of like Elder Scrolls and like um, like Fallout, like that usually hit super high on the uh, on the NPD list. But I mean, like usually, I think like Wolfenstein was about the same. It was like bottom half of the top ten the month it came out. So I don't know. I'm but like Persona Five Royal, a game yeah. that was a, is like a basically a re-release of a game that came out three years ago. Uh, at number at number seven, also a PS4 exclusive. Um, pretty crazy to see. Um, I don't know. I, I just it's it's kind of a, it's. It, I'm curious to see like the games that still have staying power besides like the ones that you like. Obviously, like the sports games and Call of Duty are gonna be always be there. GTA Five is gonna fucking always be there. I don't think the game's been off the top twenty list since it launched in like what 2013. I want to say yeah. 2000, no, 2012. Oh, yeah, 2012. 2012. Oh no, wait, it was April 2013. So seven years it's been on that fucking list. So, because <laughs> I remember it came out right before the new consoles, the year the consoles came out. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. But um, speaking of games that had uh, some big updates, um, Mario Maker Two has, an, has a bunch of updates announced for it. Um, 
So this came out today as a recording, um, but they uh, so it's the final major update for the for for Mario for Mario. Mario, I, was, I keep wanting to say Mario Brothers too, but Mario Maker too. <laughs> but kind of the thing is, they they the big thing they added was this, you can create your own Super Mario World worlds. Um, you can create um, what was it eight? I think there's eight worlds with five levels on it, so forty levels. Um, but you can basically create your own Super Mario World game itself, and you can like make them like you can make one of them like an ice an ice uh, world or a, um, a, a like a haunted world or whatever. So you, there's like themes you can do behind it. Um, but other things they added was like the frog suit from Mario Brothers Three. Uh, they had the power balloon from uh, Mario Super Mario World, uh, the super acorn, uh, acorn from Mario Brothers U, uh, the boomerang flower from 3D Land. Um, they added a bunch of Mario Maker Two power ups too, and also you can like you can do like the down was a down B, and you can pull stuff up um, as well. They um, they had like the red power box, Koopa, Koopa mask, Bullet Bill mask. Um, but a lot of these are only compatible with like certain things, and then they added in all of the uh, the Koopalings, like all the all the the main bosses for that. So, uh, I I feel like this is cool to see. This is like exactly what I what I remember when Justin bought this game at launch on the, the first one on Wii on Wii U, and I asked him like the one of the first questions I had, hey man, can you create your own like your own like like worlds? And he said, no, not yet. And like I mean, this is like what four years ago, five years ago. Mm-hmm. And six, maybe longer, um, and that was like something I, I was hoping for in this, and when this, when this new one launched, um, but I, don't know, I just like I'm kind of disappointed with Mario with Mario Maker Two, where like this is a game I thought was going to be like be a big game for me like last summer, and it was kind of fun for like a week or maybe, like a couple weeks, and I got jump in there and play my friends like play Justin's levels and play other people other friends levels and stuff like that, and I like I remember like when like it when the first one came out like it took over and it was a game it was a, a game on the Wii U that sold 12 million co- 12 million systems and this thing was like the most popular game in the world for like a good few months like game grumps like some of their best episodes ever have been like playing through that game the first one and like i i go back and i watch that stuff all like every so often i go back and watch Oh my like, god! Like about a hundred something episodes they have. Yeah. Or... Well, no, like people like put together like the best of moments oh, and stuff like man. that. I'll watch those, but like I mean, like I enjoy watching that. Like they even they they came out and they did it again for Mario Maker Two, and like they only did it, they did like twenty episodes, and like I don't know, it, like it didn't have that same like views, it didn't have that same kind of pizzazz to it. It just kind of felt like more of the same, but like we just put it on the Switch, and it wasn't like they added some new stuff, and like I guess like I remember hearing about it, and that was like. Everybody was talking about before it even came out. Like Super Mario Bros. Two was like that's gonna be like the new thing they add to it, and apparently that was gonna be the thing they added to it, even as of late last year, early this year. And you know, like um, people have talked about, like maybe it was a lack of staying power for this thing. It, like it just it didn't keep continuously sell th- throughout. Like it kind of came out, sold super well. When it, it sold like what two and a half million? I think the first like week it was out, and yeah. it's only sold. And then there's two and a half million in the, last, the next what nine months um so it doesn't have that kind of like staying power it's not like there's not a lot of people still playing this game but i mean i think this will bring people back um and like the, the like the zelda stuff brought people back but i'm wondering how long this will keep people around for because um like i want to you know i want to play this game more I, like i think if, like if they had this at the beginning like that'd be something that would be a blast of like friends of mine like made 40 levels and like actually made like like their own game and it made sense like there wasn't just random 40 levels like that'd be badass i'd love to play through that and i'm just i don't know it's just kind of disappointing to see like like it's awesome the shit's here but i just it should have been here nine months ago but 
I don't. I'm, did you? I can't remember. Did you buy Mario Maker Two? Yes, I did buy Mario Maker oh, okay. Two, but uh, I played through the single player. I've only maybe dipped in a little bit to the online content because quintessentially there really wasn't much for me to go through that I was interested in. Yeah. And on top of that, you weren't really able to sort through which players' levels and stuff yeah. until you could, unless you had to get some various like code or something like that for their levels. But uh, in terms of this massive update that we got, creating your own worlds, like quintessentially creating your own Mario game in and of itself, that's fucking awesome. I love yeah. that idea. You have the Koopalings, you have all these other like various like power-ups and stuff, like New Super Mario 3D World to like Mario 2. I mean, I... I literally was like, what the fuck? As soon as I see, like, the freaking 2D, like, uh, Mario Brothers 2 sprite, all of a sudden you just pick up a whole bunch of, like, these random, like, items. Like, you could pick up certain fireballs or certain, like, mushrooms and do this and do that. But, uh, to be perfectly honest with you, it actually makes me want to go back and just, uh, screw around with the game some more. Because, quintessentially, that was the thing I wanted from day one when that game released. I wanted to have that type of option, and I certainly wanted to go through and, like, search for people's individual levels, you know, sort by what's great, what's not, what's this and that, you know, because I wanted to have a little bit more experience with it, because, quite essentially, I thought, I thought like, Mario Maker 2 in and of itself, without the DLC that just came out, was, was fine, you know, it was a good game, it was on my list of top ten games of, like, uh, last year. Oh yeah, it was. Right, it was, yeah, it was. But, uh, it didn't have the staying power as the original, and that was mostly due, in large part, to, well, it was just basically, it was, it wasn't like a burnout or anything, there wasn't, like, much left that was really appealing to me at the time, but, I'm gonna go through and probably download the, the DLC stuff. Potentially, maybe tonight or whatever. It all depends upon when or if the PSN gets back online. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah. That's pretty much it, though, from my thoughts. Okay. Yeah, so you're, you had Mario Maker 2 at number 6 uh, for last year on your top 10 list. Yep. So I still have it saved in here. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think this is something I'll check out in a few days. Uh, I think it'd be fun to, like, to see, like, especially because I haven't really picked up and played it um, much over the last eight months or so. Like, I'll jump back in a few times. Like, I didn't even finish the story mode. Like, I, I thought it was fun and for a little while. And it's kind of, I don't know. Like, but admittedly, I'm not the biggest, like, 2D Mario Mario fan. Like, I've always been talked about that. But, um, I don't like, I remember just, like, how much I got sucked into the Wii U one, you know? And it's like, I, I also miss the fact that we don't have, the, what, oh God, what was it called? The, what was, like, the social media thing the Wii U had? The, Wait, the, the social the, media thing? Like you can actually like the, you can like post stuff on boards and stuff, and they had like oh that forums. was the Miiverse. yeah the Miiverse. like I think honestly the Miiverse, not having the Miiverse on the Switch has some as affects that too, like I would love to have that the Miiverse back on the Switch like this is the game like it's perfect for it. like you can put your you can put your code on there you can see what your friends like there were screenshots and like you can like send things to your friends on there like fuck you or whatever you know like when you play a really hard level or the, I don't know I think. Like that game needs it, and like you said, like the UI for that game is just—it still feels dated on that thing. And it's just—I don't know. I—it it just feels like it was like—it's like more like Mario Maker 1.5 than 2 to me. But I don't know. I don't want to crap on the game. But I think that's great. I think that's cool. A lot of people are excited for it, and uh, like I said, I'll jump back into it. But I'm curious, like, if how many people are going to come back to it f- for this. Um, but 
moving on to our next topic here, sticking with Mario. Uh, so this is some like we've been talking about forever. Like we want this. Like we know it's coming. Uh, there was a leak about Mario 3D games uh, about a month ago, um, but the Super Mario 3D World for the Switch was actually uh, there was actually a, a spot for it on Best Buy yesterday for a little while at 60 bucks. Um, there's been a lot of talks about how like wh- how's this, how's this game going to come out? Like is it going to be part of the other uh, Mario All Stars 2 bundle or um, like is it going to be its own separate thing? And the rumor at the time was it's going to be its own separate thing. So it sounds I mean like what Amazon was it Amazon. Canada or something posted a bunch of like PS4 exclusive games instead of coming on said it was they were coming to PC and that turned out to be all false. I think it was Amazon just last France, week. maybe. Oh yeah, yeah I think sure. you're right. It was Amazon France. I'm sorry, Canada. Uh but like this stuff is wrong before. We see it all, we'll see this stuff all the time. But I, I I think it's safe to say for like big sites like this, more times than not, it's accurate. So I don't know, is this so do you do you see yourself do you think this is 60 bucks do you think that's something worth getting again yes absolutely because for one reason and that is it's a fantastic mario game mm-hmm. super mario 3d world i nearly completed barring the hardest levels oh towards yeah. the end of that game which were complete and utter bullshit in my honest <laughs> opinion my god i still remember the times when i went on to that special course and i was no i think it was like the star world thing at near the end of the game or maybe at the end of the game. I'm not sure. It's been a while since I've actually played Super Mario 3D World. But uh, those stages, man, those were very difficult in regards to typical Mario game stuff. It was actually a really big breath of fresh air. <laughs> but yeah. uh, I would definitely play. I would definitely pay $60 for Super Mario 3D World on uh, the Switch. Or in case my Walmart gets it in, it's going to be 50 bucks. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, I, I'm kind of the same way. I, I remember like beating the game and then like going back and trying to like, uh, not going back but playing like the hard levels after that. And like I was able to do like, like five or six of them, and just getting my ass handed to me. And I remember like, uh, Justin for years he did not he would not give up on that game because he got to that last level like after the like the very very last like the like the marathon level they always put at the end, uh-huh. and he got to like uh. He got to that, and I remember, like, I don't know how many hours, like, we, like him and I, like, I wouldn't really, I wouldn't play it, I'd watch him play it, but, like, it was, like, intense, like, it was it was fun to watch, I was just, like, he might get it this time, he might get it this time, and it was just, like, he, still to this day, he never beat that level, and I, don't, I mean, he's put hours and hours into that final level, and has been able to beat it, so, um, and then this, this one, the rumors, are they're gonna have new levels with the two, and I think there's gonna be, there are gonna be some slight differences, because, uh, some of the levels like were heavily using like the gamepad and uh-huh. the screen on the touch screen on that. And I remember like the uh, Captain Toad treasure tracker when that, that came out. I remember like being like really excited for the playing that. And then like the I forgot about the levels that like really heavily require the gamepad. It's just like they didn't really work very well. So those levels scare me. But I, I like there's so few and far between that I, this game's still fantastic without it. Like even if they just pull those levels and put new levels in it or something, or even if they find a way to work around it, that game's still great. So Absolutely. Um, I'm all in for it, and especially they have new levels for it. Um, that's all I want. That's perfect. I love that game. I I wish they, I, I wish they put Super Mario 3D Land like for like 20 bucks on the Switch. Like why isn't that happening? Yeah, you know that's a excellent idea. That's actually an excellent question too. But uh... Honestly, I have no idea why they haven't yet. I mean, that would be a perfect idea. Yeah, I, I mean, because I don't really think the game doesn't really do anything. I mean, I know it's like a different console, but like, 
we've seen them port Wii U games to this to the 3DS and 3DS games to this to the Wii U and Switch before, so um, it's not possible. But uh, I love it if they put just put that off for like twenty thirty bucks because uh, that game was that game was fantastic too. Like, I remember, that, I remember that when I bought my that was the first game I bought for my 3DS when I when I got the GameStop and I bought it. I bought it. Or I bought it like the week before the new Pokemon um, X and Y came out, and I text Justin while I'm at the GameStop. I had New Super Mario Brothers and Super Mario 3D Land in my hand. I'm like, which one should I get? And he's like, get dude, just get 3D Land. You won't regret it. And I got it. And I didn't regret it. That game's fucking awesome. Um, so I love to play replay that game again too. So I'm hoping. I mean, this is just one step closer. I think to. Uh, I mean, we know it's going to happen eventually, but that like. All signs pointing, it's happening soon. Um, and with everything going on, you know, like, who knows what we're going to have for uh, um, the rest of the year. So I, I, I'm starting to think that more more likely that that will be, like, the big November game for the Switch. Which would be kind of a bummer, you know, like a, 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 a Wii U game being ported over to the Switch, being the, the big holiday game. But I, that game is probably going to sell super well. All over again, um, and I'll have a bigger audience this time too. That we know um, of, really. Yeah. That we know of. Yeah. So I, I think the game will do well. But like, it was funny. I think we talked about this before. But like, the game came out the same day the PS4 did, and yeah. this game's gonna come out again <laughs> with the new consoles out. <laughs> so it's like it's just like it just gets it, it gets fucked over again on that end. Um, but moving on to our, I think this will be our last topic. Uh, so we talked about last month about GameStop, you know, staying not re- refusing to close and all that. Um, so a lot of the, a lot of stores closed, like ours are closed here in the state of Iowa, um, and uh, it's pretty much most states that are on uh, lockdown um, have are on the stay-at-home orders are are shut down. Uh, yes. But I get, apparently GameStop, some GameStops are planning on reopening. So. Um, I'm just going to read this pretty much this whole article here. But GameStop has announced business updates, and it plans to reopen stores and cut executive salaries in response to the COVID-19 pandemic. After originally keeping some stores open in defiance of certain state government orders that shut down all non-essential businesses, GameStop re- retail locations eventually transitioned to a curbside pickup-only model to keep its employees and customers safe from home or from from coronavirus. Uh, GameStop CEO George Sherman stated that since we closed stores to the public on March 22nd. Through uh, omni-channel fulfillment, we have retained over 90% of our planned sale volume in the two-thirds of the stores that we are conducting uh, curbside operations. Um, in this latest move, Sherman announced salary reductions for our senior management team and board of directors, as well as wage rate reductions for some other corporate and field support staff. Uh, GameStop is also offering certain employees with the option to work under a half-time, half-pay structure or temporary furlough program. Sher- Sherman is taking a temporary base. Uh, Temporary base salary reduction of 50%, while CFO Jim Bell and the rest of the executive leadership team is taking a 30% cut. Board of directors have also reduced uh, cash compensation uh, to directors by 50%. Certain other employees will also see their their pay temporarily reduced from 10 to 30%. Uh, GameStop was previously mentioned shut down one, um, one third of its stores, with the others adopting the, the curbside pickup model. The company has now begun the process of uh, opening stores in Italy, Germany, and Austria, while South Carolina and Georgia are preparing to potentially reopen in the coming weeks. Um, Australia, on the other hand, has had none of its stores closed and has seen strong results, continuing continuing with approximately 24% compared to store sales for the nine weeks ending uh, April 4th. Uh, the company as a whole, the nine-week uh, period sale ending April 9th, 
or April 4th, sorry, has seen its sales decline approximately 23% year over year. Um, and that's pretty much it. And the rest goes into like serious business stock. But but apparently, you know, yeah, they're going to reopen some stores here soon. But I don't know. I'm glad to see that. Um, like there are, you know, they're, they're, the main people are like a lot of the heads are the people that can afford it are taking that pay cut. Um, yeah, I'd argue, honestly, like a lot of companies have been doing that for a while now. And maybe that's something they should have done a while ago. But um, I don't know. Like it's, I, I'm of two minds. Like Italy's hit pretty bad, still. Uh, South Carolina and Georgia um, reopening there. Like I don't know. It's just uh, we've seen a lot of uh, states. Sadly, are like Texas is already reopening some stuff. Uh, Arizona never really shut down anything too much. Like they're on a like they have some stay at home stuff going on right now. But um, I don't know. Like I'm not getting too political. I just it's just it's. It's glad to see that, that they're doing some things to help, but I feel like it's once again it's like too little, too late, and then also too much too soon by reopening some stores. What about you, Gables? Oh, to be perfectly honest with you and stuff, it doesn't really surprise me at this point that GameStop wants to just open up consistently, even after that stuff. I mean, hell, they made pay cuts to their higher ups, and I kind of find it can. Like, uh, really convenient that uh, Reggie started working this past week, and all of a sudden there's major, like, uh, <laughs> yeah. like higher up, like, uh, cuts and everything else with that. But at the end Mecca, of the day, I just, Mecca Reggie I, came in and shut shit down. He's like, everybody's taking less money. To be perfectly honest, I don't have really anything much, anything else really to add to it except just fuck GameStop. That's fair. That, that's a good way to settle it. Um, yeah. Did you hear about that? Um, I don't. I don't think we ever talked about it on here. Did you hear about that? The the like it's like a regional like company now, but like uh, a store called Game Exchange. Yes, yes, I've heard of Game Exchange. <clears throat> yeah, so I I never heard of it before. Like, but it's like like we have like a regional like uh, store uh, that's like only here in Nebraska and Iowa. Uh, I used to work for, but I'm not going to mention their name because fuck them. Um, but uh, so the regional and like Ohio, kind of like the northeastern area. It sounds like. And uh, they actually like they refused to shut down, and like they gave out like they wouldn't give like their customers like cleaning supplies, like, actually cleaning supplies, gloves, mask, whatever. And then like, they told like to ways to prevent like or to find out if you have it was hold your breath for ten seconds, and if you can hold your breath for ten seconds, you don't have uh, <laughs> they don't have the disease. And, just, <clears throat> and like one one manager actually like anonymously emailed the CEO of the company, and like with filing his complaints, and basically the CEO was like, well, if you have these complaints uh don't post them anonymously tell me tell me who you are like a real man kind of shit <laughs> this is like wow like this is like some straight like he watched fox news or something and they like all the bullshit that like you hear like a lot of media places um say to do like, hold your breath for 10 seconds or um like it's at, like, at it's, that it's, point i'd go for it screenshot it and send it to any media oh yeah and that's possible. and that's and that's what's happening. Let me see if I can find the article. Um, here it is. I found it. Uh, um, yeah, this is from Kotaku. Uh, instead of closing, video game retailer provides retailer provides employees with bullshit coronavirus safety tips. Um, so I'm just gonna read this article because it's fucking nuts. Uh, so instead of providing stores with adequate sanitation supplies or simply outright closing um, in response to COVID-19. Uh, Game Exchange Corporate felt it was best to send employees with the mounted 
with what amounted to a chain email full of bogus prevention tactics. Their advice includes gargling vinegar, <laughs> uh, drinking lots of water because water neutralizes the virus in your stomach, um, which is not true, utilizing sunlight to remove it from your clothing, uh, all which pro- uh, are products that are practices that don't uh, actually work. Uh, and this is from actual science. Um, Game Exchange employees spoke to Kotaku last week regarding concerns over the, how the company is handling the ongoing uh, pandemic caused by the novel strain of coronavirus. Workers said that the original video game retailer, which operates over 100 locations throughout the South, said Southeastern, I said Northeastern, uh, United States, remain open despite local authorities calling for the closure of non-essential businesses. Uh, game Exchange also failed to provide stores with supplies necessary to safeguard uh, the health of both of its employees and customers. An email was sent to Game Exchange staff on Tuesday, this, but this is from a few weeks ago, uh, and provided by Kotaku by employees who wish to remain anonymous. Uh, Vice President of Retail Operations, uh, Mindy Kent, uh, shares a list of coronavirus safeguards that she says was provided to her by a registered nurse in Louisiana. Um, while it does include a few common sense instructions, such as advising workers to scrub their hands for 20 seconds to kill the virus, most of the claims, most of the claims made in the email are completely unstampinated. Uh, take a sip of water for, for uh, every 20 minutes. Uh, this keeps your mouth moist. <laughs> keeps your mouth, it keeps your mouth moist, and also also washes any virus that enters your mouth into your stomach. What, where your gastric juices will neutralize it before it can get to the lungs. Oh, God. <laughs> this was also debunked. Um, uh, uh, gargling it with an antiseptic and warm water like vinegar or salt or lemon every day if possible. Um, uh, if you cannot wash your clothes daily, hang them in sunlight, which also um, neutralizes the virus. Uh, try, to, uh, try to avoid eating and drinking anything cold. Um, okay. Uh, experts suggest doing this simply verification every morning breathe in deeply and hold your breath for 10 seconds uh, if, this, if this can be done without coughing without difficulty this shows that there is no fibrosis in the lungs indicating the absence of infection it is recommended to do this control every morning to uh, help uh, detect infection um, like all the erroneous advice this can be easily disproved with a simple google, google search um, let me scroll through the rest of this so this gets kind of Sciency. Um, the day after the publication of Kotaku's original story on Game Exchange, um, uh, Game Exchange's response to the COVID nineteen pandemic, pandemic, an employee took it upon themselves to email owner Grant uh, Weather Weather Will whatever uh, a lengthy anonymous message begging him to take more action. The email, which Kotaku has acquired, lays out the severity of the situation with, with statistics on infection and the death rates in, a, in states where game exchange is present, like Louisiana, Texas, Arkansas, and Mississippi. Some of, our, some of your employees have families at home that need to be worried about. Um, they, may also, they may already have children at risk or of sickness. Some have infants on the way, and some of us even personally have or know uh, someone close with autoimmune disorders which are some of the people who are extremely susceptible to contracting the virus. This is almost a guaranteed fatality. Is this something you could donate just for the store to earn a few extra dollars at the end of the day? Um, so the owner of the company, his response, and this is something that's provided by, um, that was given to Kotaku, um, um, seem, uh, was, okay, let's see. So Weather Hill's response to this employee provided to Kotaku by other game exchange employees seemed more preoccupied with the tone of the original email and the anonymity of its sender than providing the support his teller, uh, his employee so desperately sought. Um, he did not respond to this. Uh, 
So basically he says, I can't do anything to address your concerns if I don't know who I'm talking with. I could tell whoever you are um, that I that I spend lots of time in my stores, even though I have Parkinson's disease and asthma. Plus, I'm 56 years old, so don't lecture me on risk. I'm here if you want me to be an adult and talk to me. Damn. God <laughs> damn. You know what was missing from that whole thing? What was missing from that whole thing was just one question. What? Have you poured water on it? Yeah. <laughs> that was just insane, Tyler. I mean... Let me be perfectly honest, I'm just really speechless, because that's just... Oh, God, that's just so terrible. That is fucking insane. <laughs> what the fuck? What mm. the fuck? Yeah, literally. Literally, we talk about GameStop, but then you have some that's even worse being done by Game Exchange, as is purposely... Just freaking, like, spreading misinformation and lies to their workers because they want a few extra bucks. I mean, no fucking company's worth that much in order to sacrifice your life for. None. Don't let any company tell you otherwise. Yeah, I... This this makes uh, GameStop look like angels to me. I just... <laughs> God, gr- <laughs> drink water every 20 minutes to make your mouth moist. I love that. <laughs> Because you know, mouth moistness really helps kill that disease. Um, yeah, but um, yeah, that's all we have for, uh, for news this week. Uh, jumping on into what we've been playing. Uh, uh, I'm still playing Final Fantasy VII. Uh, I, I've only got to play like another hour and a half, two hours since uh, we talked last week. Um, but man, I, I just got I, those girls are thirsty AF. I don't know if I've said that before. <laughs> Thirsty. I'm the only one that's been talking about that. God what was kind of damn. hilarious is I heard, I actually was reading a question from like an article or something like that. No, it was actually a, a subtitle for like a video, and I just know it was Final Fantasy VII related, so I was just going to skip it. But uh, it was like, why are the girls of Final Fantasy VII so thirsty? <laughs> or something right? like that crap. Yeah, why no, is everybody so thirsty or something yeah, like that? Yeah, for, for Cloud. Like, uh, <laughs> I was playing it, and Courtney came in the room the other day. And she's just watching it, and there was uh, Jesse talking to uh, Cloud, and she like very obviously won the D. And Courtney's like, "Man, it looks like Jesse wants to go to Cloud Nine, and a, a legit laugh out loud moment for me. She never makes me laugh about video game stuff, never. Oh, that's awesome. And legit made me chuckle. I got a stomach laugh out of that one. Um, so yeah, but I know I'm still enjoying the game. It's still very very pretty looking. Um, it's absolutely gorgeous and something to look at. Uh, I just beat this like Coliseum. I'm in chapter nine still. I just beat like okay. the Coliseum section. So I'm, I think I'm about to like do the whole like cross dressing part of this game. Like, oh, with the I see. Yeah, I, yeah. I know exactly where you're talking about. Mm-hmm. To be perfectly honest with you, Tyler, I think I've played maybe past that point in the original Final Fantasy VII, okay. so I know exactly where you're at. I think. Yeah. So like I just like had like a 20 minute boss fight with the house. Oh yeah, is that in the original yeah. game? Yep. Okay, that's <laughs> like, in the original is... game. You're not, no, you're not going crazy. That's actually in the original game. <laughs> okay, I was like, is this something they added like later, or are they? Because I've heard like, like there's like some weird like you fight cars in the game, and like you fight, and they, they they make sense of them in the game. So I'm like, I'm wondering what the new one, like the original one, you fought like random cars and like weird weird things, and then this one they like try to make sense of it. I'm just like, is this something they added? Like then it starts flying at one point. 
and they'll and they'll and those fight and then like it, it, I don't know, it's fun. It was a, it was, it was a bitch because the goddamn thing like has a super high defense, um, and only like really can damage at certain points. Uh, but it takes like it took it legitimately took me. Like, I died one time. I, I died for the first time, but it's nice because when you die, you just start right before the fight again, so you don't really lose a lot. But I, I died once fighting him, um, and I, I was like ten minutes in. I was so fucking pissed. But I uh, went back. I was able to beat him the second time. But uh, yeah, um, he wasn't like super hard. He just got me like in a bad spot where like he like I got I just kind of got a little cocky on like healing, and I didn't do it. I, I tried to get more offensive than like you know do the smart shit, and uh, he just caught me in a bad break on the when I died. Um, it was just more of like a battle of like um, like test your patience kind of shit than a battle of him like nearly killing me. Um, but yeah, I, I just beat that. So I, I'm getting close to like Aerith is like going off and getting um, like her makeover done right now. So I'm, I'm, uh-huh. just, I'm just doing side missions. Like I do all the side missions in the game as they come up. So I'm having, I'm doing all that shit. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much all I've been playing. I played a little bit more Resident Evil 3 as well. Oh, and I got Borderlands 3. I forgot to mention that. I played it. Uh, I just got that. It was on like the one day only sale for like 15 bucks. And I didn't realize it was, like, it was 15 bucks on Best Buy. I didn't realize it. I had $10 off. Uh, coupon and that's been sitting there for God knows how long, um, and so I got I got it for five bucks. So oh okay, so did you get the physical or the digital? Yeah, edition? I got the I got the physical copy. So oh okay, so you've already gotten it? Yeah, I yeah I ordered, I ordered it. I ordered it last Thursday. I ordered it like right before we started talking, right before we started recording last week. Yeah, yeah, so. I remember you. Yeah, I remember you said that you're yeah. doing that and stuff like that. I mean, hell, I ordered something on Amazon. I'm not gonna get my thing like about May 17th. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I've ordered. I mean, like don't remember, I've ordered a bunch of other shit like. We don't want to go to Walmart, so like we bought like a hundred dollars in candles, and like like uh, Courtney's been on candles and like the wax like shit that melts. And it smells fantastic, no wrong. But we ordered a shit ton of those, and it's like instead of like we ordered all at the same time, but like we like we took like a week and a half to get the first box, and only had some of them in it, and then we got we just got the second box. We got two boxes last week. We got another box today with just two candles in it, and then we still have two more orders coming. I don't know why. Like, can you just send them all like in one big package, or like, just wait, you know, to send them to me? <laughs> so, because we ordered like nine candles and a, like, a shit ton of stuff, like literally, literally hundred dollars in candles and wax, um, and then like I've ordered shirts and it takes like, which is whatever. There's more important shit going on, but yeah, um, yeah, it's uh, I don't know, I mean, because we got like the free Best Buy does like the like the free shipping and stuff like that. So, um, but yeah, that's like I said, that's pretty much all I've really been playing is uh. Final Fantasy 7. Um, I'm going to stick with that. I'm like 16 hours in now at this point. So, Yeah, um, you're pretty much in there. Pretty deep. Yeah, like, there's like 18 chapters, but I heard like the chapters, like the way like the they like the length of them don't make a lot, of, like aren't really like um, the same. Like some chapters were like, like I was on chapter four within like five hours of the game. And then like chapter seven was like literally like six hours. So um, like, there's not like like the 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 length of the chapters aren't always like they're pretty crazy sometimes, so um, yeah, that's pretty much like I said, all I've been playing. What about you, Gables? Okay, well, to be perfectly honest with you, I have been messing around a bit with my PS4 Pro. Mm-hmm. I have been just playing a bunch of random games on the PS4 Pro just to check them out, and what's kind of interesting about it is, whew, I'm very surprised how good the performance of some of my games look and how they run. And the game that I want to cite as an example is Shadow of the Colossus. 
<laughs> no. Okay. Okay. So basically, what I did is I played the roughly like around an hour of uh, like Shadow of the Colossus, right? But I had to take out the I believe it's the fourth Colossi and mm-hmm. stuff, and. Just out of curiosity, once I got my PS4 Pro all set up and stuff, it was the first game I actually decided to start. So, when I get into the game, it has the option in the menu of changing things to performance or resolution. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, I went to performance, you know, because I tried revolution, like resolution for a while, and, and uh, it looks pretty nice and stuff like that, you know, like, really crisp. Then I went to performance, and all of a sudden the frame rate... Everything else is kind of like skyrocketed a little bit and stuff, and it was very fluid. I mean, the performance was very fluid to the extent where it kind of felt like I was just fucking tripping out, like for a, <laughs> for a good solid ten minutes. Because here I am, I'm playing this boss battle like against this uh, colossi, where you have to go ahead and go to the underground like little tunnels and stuff in order to try to climb up on it and stuff like that. Yep. But the movements, the frame, I think it's locked around thirty frames per second, and everything else focusing on how the game ran, it ran so smooth inside of that entire boss battle. It was just amazing. I mean, I honestly didn't know it was missing so much with some of this, like, HDR stuff, but holy crap, there's some games that really implement that stuff very well. And yes. Shadow of the Colossus, yeah, that was that's one of those games and stuff that uh, benefits from the whole performance boost and the whole... The whole, like, uh, 4K HDR stuff. But another game I did try out was, like, Dragon Ball Fighters because, well, mm-hmm. hell, I played that game for so long, I, you know, might as well. And kind of the same thing, you know, everything else just seems to really pop. Like, really pop in terms of colors, in terms of, like, just fluidity, in terms of, like, the designs and everything. It just felt that also, it was, like, a little bit of, like, a step down from what I was looking at for Shadow of the Colossus, but. It was definitely great to look at, but uh, other than that, like I was saying before, <clears throat> like I was saying before, I've been checking out a lot of like uh, retro game stuff, and I know for as a late birthday gift, you got me like a twenty dollar like uh, eShop card for the Switch. Yep. So. Whenever, anytime I have money, like on an account, like say for eShop, Amazon, whatsoever, I usually take my time and I look at all my options. But uh, what's hilarious is for a long while, <laughs> I was just basically kind of craving to play a fighting game, right? So, you know, a little bit goes past and stuff. And so once I got the little eShop card, I decided to research a lot of the Neo Geo games. And I ended up buying two Neo Geo games. Oh, wow. One being Metal Slug, and the other one being Garo Mark of the Wolves. Both are supposed to be excellent games. Metal Slug, obviously, is sort of similar to what you would expect, like, from, con- like say, like a Contra-style game, only the, uh, it's like an arcade, it's kind of like an arcade shooter, very lush graphics, everything else, all just really lush and fun looking. The other one's a fighting game which is quintessentially the uh, last game in the Fatal Fury series. So you have Terry Bogard and everything else. Okay, yep. So I ended up picking up those two, and uh, just before we started recording, I started playing... I actually started playing a bit more of King of Fighters 98. I've beaten the arcade mode of that game tonight, and it was just kind of hilarious because 
basically I power on my Switch, right? I go whenever you go to the like the uh, boot up these ACA like Neo Geo games, like either on Switch or any of the platform and stuff, it'll give you like a uh, option to play in the English or the Japanese version. So I put up the uh, the U.S. version, and I didn't know this, but I literally was still at the final boss and stuff, and I had to go to my pick my team and stuff. And so I went through and I picked like uh, one of the uh, founding teams and stuff like that. And what's hilarious about it, the final boss, his name's Rugal, right? And he's incredibly hard to try to go through and beat. I mean, he definitely has moves that will take priority when you try to go through and like either evade something or try to hit basic light attacks. So quintessentially, King of Fighters or any type of fighting game that you would play on the like on uh, say the Neo Geo, you cannot button mash at all. You try button mashing or anything else you try doing in Fighters, you're just gonna get countered and you're gonna get owned fairly quickly. So what these games predominantly like require you to do especially like King of Fighters 98 is you gotta be methodical in your approach you gotta do mix ups, you gotta do dodging, like rolls and stuff and that's what King of Fighters 98 has it's got a roll, it's got like a roll mechanic but you also have these two options where you can have the roll mechanic and like everything else inside the advanced like uh, format or if you wanna go extra it's a little bit deeper than that where it's like it'll actually give you, instead of doing a roll you can actually counter moves like it's sort of like how in uh, Street Fighter Four, there is this these combination of two buttons that allow you to say cancel. It's pretty much like a it's pretty much like a cancel into like certain other moves. Like say it's like a, a a part of a combo quintessentially where, like say you're doing like a couple light attacks and stuff. Then if you do one move, you can cancel by pressing the two buttons into another quick move and stuff to set up like a major com like a major combo or to finish off a combo. Yeah, it's sort of a similar aspect to the whole, like, uh, counter-mechanic inside of King of Fighters 98. Maybe not as, like, to the point as in Street Fighter 4. But what I'm saying is, while playing against this final boss, the first couple times, I'm like, okay, let's go ahead. I'm just going to go ahead and roll a bunch of times and stuff. Just get a couple lights. Like, maybe, like, a lot of uh, light chip damage in. Like, maybe some light jabs, some light kicks or something. But, uh... Whenever I try to jump above, like, say, if I want to try to, like, carelessly jump over, you know, kind of, like, jump into something and try to do, like, a like a heavy attack or whatsoever, he'll counter with this big old, like, cross kick, right, where it's, like, it's, like, a basically, like, a cutter cross kick, right, where he's just kicking up in the air and all of a sudden he's, like, he catches in the air and then he has this little, like, uh, energy attack where he can delay this thing, right? I'm in a mistake that, that uh, he would do it instant. So, at first, you know, first couple times he does an instant, and, but all of a sudden, when I try to dodge, like, the same thing, expecting the same pattern, no, he freaking, like, holds, he freaking, like, delays with this blast, and so, I basically lost the first couple times, and on my third attempt, what surprised me with my first character, now, granted, King of Fighters 98 is like a three-on-three fighter, and it's three of you against only him. You know, it's like a three-on-one. But the thing is, he has a lot more health. And his AI is incredibly cheap and difficult. <laughs> so, yeah, for Omega Rugal, it's like... Trying to get down his health 
can be a task in and of itself, especially since the RNG of what he'll do, you cannot predict that. <laughs> There's a reason why SNK fighting bosses at the end of arcade modes and stuff are infamous, and that's because of how, like, just difficult they are to predict in some regards. But what's kind of hilarious about it is uh, I went with uh, one of my characters. I started off Benny Maru, who's part of like another originating team from uh, the King of Fighters and stuff. <clears throat> I went entirely that round and stuff without the uh, time running out. I managed to beat Rugal with just one character, and it made me feel very fucking good about myself. I didn't flat out knock him off or anything else. No, I basically just had the time run out and stuff. Put it such at the last second. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I thought it was pretty funny that I ended up doing that. You know, it's it's like I, I barely spent like maybe about five ten minutes and stuff. But after that, I decided to do like a uh, little bit of a playthrough with uh, the Fatal Fury team, being like Terry and Andy Bogart, along with uh, Joe Musashi. I think it is because last name is. But uh, oh yeah. I kid you not, man. It's like, growing up playing Street Fighter games, I pretty much have this, like, idea of, like, how fighting games usually are. And, like, even playing games like Smash Brothers or Skullgirls or even Dragon Ball Fighters Tekken to a certain extent, when you play, like, a game, like a fighting game from SNK, it just feels... It feels distinct. It feels different than what I'm accustomed to. But I gotta admit, from a game that released in 98, like, a fighting game like that, I mean... This 2D fighter just really ages very well, in my personal opinion. Hell, that's that's one of the reasons why I've been so interested in trying to like play more of the Neo Geo stuff is because King of Fighters '98 kind of got me hooked with that regards. But uh, but yeah, other than that though, that's pretty much all I've been playing. All right, well, cool, man. I'm glad you're. Uh... Diamonds, cool stuff. Uh, you know, using those those well, points yeah. up. I still I still got some some money saved up on my uh, my switch. That's uh, I won't lie, it's burning a hole in my pocket. But I'm like trying to hold off on like like using that to buy like the like games that go on sale that I really want or you know things like that. I mean, I'm breaking down though, man. I really want. I, I don't know why, but I want to play like like Astral Train. I don't know if that's like the new. Because of the near stuff that's been announced lately, but um, like, because that was like a lot of the people that worked on uh, near Automata or have worked on that game. Uh huh. But uh, yeah, I've been like, I've been sitting there, I've looked at it a couple times. I look at my Switch, I'm just like, Astral Chain. Yeah, I'm like, oh man, <laughs> like, that game looks fun. I mean, it looks great. It's just like I have one of those games I just never got around to playing. I wasted. Yeah, it's the same thing with me. Yeah, I, I waste too much time playing goddamn Death Stranding. Not gonna do it. And, and honestly, it's like a lot of my priority has been like playing Animal Crossing and stuff, but I'm to the point with that where it's like I'm done with the major bits of it. I mean I already got the ending to Animal Crossing New Horizons with the whole oh, yeah, KK concert. Yeah you, yeah, you rolled credits, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, literally it's like Tom Nook will tell you, Oh, okay, it's like, yeah, KK is gonna be here tomorrow and stuff, you know, as soon as you get the whole three star thing for the island and stuff. And you literally have to wait the next day in order for him to come perform, and all of a sudden, hey, <laughs> hey, there's end credits. So that's what true. That's what it, uh, I was treated with yesterday morning. Oh, okay, that's cool. <laughs> so is that how it ends? In is like, um, 
KK Slider shows up. Yep, pretty much. Okay, okay. I was curious, like what the like what the like. I figured they did something for the ending. I was just curious what it was. But to get that ending, I spent like about 110 hours just to get to that ending. (laughs) Hey, hey, Gables. What? Worth it though, right? Yeah, it was. It was. And plus, I'm still doing my routine stuff, gathering resources, just doing whatever. Plus, with the whole update for tomorrow, it's going to be... I'll play a little bit of Animal Crossing tomorrow as well. God damn it, I really want to play Animal Crossing. (sighs) Fuck. I'm going to buy Animal Crossing, aren't I? I'm going to break down. <laughs> I know I'm going to do it. I might as well just do it. I don't know why I haven't done it. I'm not going to do it. I'm going to wait. I'm going to fight it as long as I can. <sighs> Fuck. Looks so good, though. I just want to be part of it, Gables. I just want to be part of the fun. <laughs> I just want to be part of it. Know what we should play next, though, Gables? What? Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, I know. I know. It's so good. It's so goddamn good. And then there's like... You got all these thirsty bitches on there too, so that's a thing that happens. You know, that's always fun and weird. It makes you feel uncomfortable, you know, when you're playing this game next to your girlfriend. And you're just like, <laughs> <laughs> these are things that happen. You know, it's more, it's whatever. Uh, you know, she happens. Um, but yeah, I think that's gonna wrap up the show for the week, guys. Um, thank you so much for listening. I have a, uh, I have a, we have a. Uh, a Facebook page and group. Uh, check us out in there, Drunk Nerds, Drunk Nerds Podcast. Uh, on Twitter, at tw- uh, Drunk Nerds Pod. Follow us on there. On twitch.tv slash Colonel Gables. Uh, subscribe or follow him on there, please. And eventually, maybe we can subscribe to him on there. Also, Drunk, Drunk Nerds Podcast. Um, fo- uh, follow us on there as well. Um, on YouTube, Drunk Nerds. Uh, subscribe on there. Give us a big thumbs up. Uh, leave us a comment. Um, iTunes, same thing. Just pretty much... Uh, uh, was Spotify? I, I forgot the last one. But um, check us out all those places. Follow, subscribe, like, five stars, comment, whatever you can do to help us. We really appreciate you guys doing that. Um, so yeah. So until next time, I was host. I was Tyler, and I've been Colonel Gables. So until next time, everyone. I hope you enjoyed yourself listening to another fun-filled episode of the Drunk Dash Nerds podcast. Oh, hey Gables. Yeah. Too sweet. Too sweet, man. Bye, guys. See ya. Too many beers there. Anyways, we're on iTunes now, so go on there, check us out, and if you like us, leave us a review, and we'll even shout you out, and Jack will send you his credit card number. <laughs>